just do that for a moment. Praise the Lord. My God, we just thank you. We honor you, Lord. We give glory and praise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. And all the time. You may be seated. We're going to worship the Lord today because it's biblical, because 
we have the privilege to do that. I am so grateful for the privilege to worship the Lord. I just got to tell you something that is slightly humorous. When we're getting ready, my wife and I, for church service, of course, probably the same thing for you, it's dark at our place. Uh, it's early. In fact, we leave the house about 7.30, and it's, it's daylight by then a little bit. But the time we reached the garage this morning, my son is standing there in the garage, and he's got his hands like this, and he's looking at me, smiling. He says, are you ready for me to open the door? And I said, sure, thinking, that's a dumb question, just thinking that, you know. And he says, okay, here goes. And so he opens the door, and there's ice bouncing off the hood of my car and another car. It was hailing, sleeting, rather. And I did not know it, obviously, with my keen sense of hearing. I, I didn't hear it either, but uh, I uh, was thinking, oh, my, we're, I didn't even bring a big coat up to wear today. And the ground was covered with white, bits of ice, you know, and uh, it was wintertime, full time all over again. And I, I think he seen a startled look on my face and kind of laughed at my situation. And he says, Dad, after you get in the car, pull it in for Mom so she doesn't have to get out there. <laughs> That's exactly the way it happened. And then he asked you but go. God is good all the time. And I appreciate him so much. And sleet or no sleet, we're here to worship the Lord. Amen. Brother Harold, come ahead. Good morning. I have to remind the pastor that last week we said we weren't going to talk about that cold weather no more, right? But it, it was ice down south and there was snow up north. If you're one of the fortunate ones, you got to see some this morning. But uh, it was in areas, but uh, thankfully it's... Not everywhere, so here we are. Uh, just a couple very quick announcements this morning. Well, maybe quick. I have to ask my wife if she wants to talk about ladies' retreat. Did you want to, or uh, women's Bible study? Do you want, no? Okay, women's Bible study today, 4 p.m. Um, just be here if you're a lady, and you will enjoy it. If you haven't been to any yet, come on in. You can jump right in and get started. So got to be here at the church at 4 o'clock, and then... Um, also in your bulletin, again, is the youth camp insert, so take a look at that. It has the dates and uh, some contact information, and all the uh, applications are online as well, so you can get there for that. And then um, a business conference will be April 10th here following the morning service, so keep that in mind. And I think we're good after that. Anybody have an announcement they need to make? Nothing? All right. If you would, let's stand. We'll uh, begin this morning with time of prayer as we go into worship. If anyone wants to make any prayer requests known, you can do that. Lost loved ones. Lost loved ones. All right. Holly?
Okay, just remember Molly's nephew. Anyone else? Sister Judy, continue to pray for her. All right, let's all pray this morning. God, we come to you at this time, Lord God. Just asking, Lord, that you be with each of these needs, God. Lord, you know each heart, God. You know each need, Lord. Those that weren't mentioned, God, we know that you can um, work and move in those situations as well, God. Lord, we're just praying for Sister Molly's nephew, God, and the situations in his life, Lord. We know that you are able to work there and um, just to help be the answer to those uh, different areas, God. We just pray that you would be with him at this time, Lord God, and that um, you would just help direct him and to uh, help show him the way, God, during these times of uh, any lost loved ones, God, that each and every person here has, Lord. We know that you know each of those individuals, God. We just pray that you would help move in their lives, God, and and help each one of us, God, be a light to those around us, God, help pointing them towards you, God, and that you would help open their hearts and move upon them in their lives, Lord. We pray that you continue to be with Sister Judy, God, strengthen her, put a healing in her body, Lord God, and that you would be with her this time. service here today. Anoint the pastor and direct him, God, as he brings forth your word. Thank you for all these things, God, in your name. Amen. We could have a couple ushers come up. It's for Sunday, so we'll receive for Sunday offering, which will be church expense offering. So if you don't mark it on an envelope or on the check, it'll go towards uh, church expense. And uh, we will mention if you're online and you want to give up, uh, there should be a the give button up there and you can do that as well and select the fund there um, but let's pray again god we come to you again just thanking you lord for this opportunity to give and to give to you god and just asking that you would uh, use these finances god to uh, help minister as you want to here through the church and, and uh, use it as you want god and that you will bless it all god and it'll be done for your glory in your name amen
true Jehovah God Almighty, our provider, our peace, our all in all, Lord. Hallelujah. Worthy are you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You can be seated as our pastor comes. the song says I'm yours Lord take me as an offering thank you Lord I'm so very grateful this morning to be able to stand before you I have had the privilege to be honored by the Holy Spirit of God the Holy Ghost to stand behind the pulpit for over 62 years I never know when it will be my last. But I'm very grateful that the Lord met with me at one point this week and told me to do this and to do that, and I was able to do it. To open the Bible and to open the hymnal to a song that blends, I think, with the song we have just sang, Living by Faith. In fact, I will ask the uh, Sister Lisa and uh, whomever helps her of the worship team to not help me sing it, but to sing it with the congregation at the end of the sermon today. And uh, I, have, I have the words here, and uh, do you need the words? Okay, they'll be on the PowerPoint anyway, at the end of the sermon. And uh, I am very grateful for a memory that I have that occurred probably in the very late 1950s. It was while I was yet single and I was an evangelistic revival work. And at this particular time, I was holding, I was conducting two revivals at the same time. How is that possible? I'll tell you. <laughs> First of all, it was in Arkansas, so that makes sense, doesn't it? And I was in a community called Pocahontas, Arkansas. Uh, it's on the map, and it's a vibrant city today. I was also conducting a revival in the afternoon because of where it was located, the community, in Maynard, Arkansas. Somebody from that area became smart and rich and developed Menards 
Home Depot or that type of thing. But Maynard was an unusual place. To get to Maynard from Pocahontas, where I stayed with the pastor, he pastored two churches, you took the last road out of town, so to speak, a gravel road, and it was a road that was narrow. You that have traveled uh, roads in the area of Winona, uh, West Plains, that part of the state of Missouri, where it is very hilly, uh, very uh, dangerous, some of the roads, especially depending on the winter. But in this part of Arkansas, they were just dangerous all the time, everywhere. As a matter of fact, the church did not have much property, and it was built probably illegally as a schoolhouse at one point. And you could actually stop on the gravel road, get out of your car, and step into the church. It was that close. The only problem you had was when one of the good old boys from the area would come by feeling his energy without a muffler on his vehicle, and that was about the only disturbance you ever had. But some of the roads were, the hills were so steep that as you had to lower your gear in your vehicle to climb that particular road. You just went straight up. There was nothing to tell you that there was anything on the other side because all you could see was the sky and end of the tree line. In fact, my thought to a person that was with me one day was, are we for sure that the road continues when we get up there and there we don't see anything from down here. And they looked at me. Now they did not write this song. R.W. Winsett did that. But they said, well, uh, young man, and I was young, I was about 19, 18, and they said, you just have to live by faith. And so with the car in the low gear, climbing that hill, you didn't change gears, by the way, because you had to have that gear to go back down the hill to help slow you down. You reached it, and there you are. You reached the top, and sure enough, the road continued. It was scary. And I never will forget that experience. It was an interesting place, an interesting time in my life of being a young man in evangelism and some of the places I went to. Maynard, by the way, I, according to the map, I do not think it exists anymore. However, Pocahontas does, and Maynard may. If not, you can go to Menards and ask them if they're the same one. Felt the same way. Don't 
call them Maynard. They don't like that, that one. Living by faith. What a beautiful song this is. We will sing it in just a little bit. The chorus begins, Living by faith in Jesus above, Trusting, confiding in His great love. From all harm, safe in His sheltering arm. I'm living by faith and feel no alarm. A very strong song when you just take it slowly and look at it and, and mean the words as you say it. Living in Jesus. Trusting, no, no one else, no GPS on that car, no anything to let me know other than the fact that common sense, of course, would tell you that the road did go on. Trusting, confiding in the engineers of the state of Arkansas that they continued that road. From all harm safe in his sheltering arms, Living by faith, feel no alarm. In John chapter 3, verse 36, the Bible says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth upon him. Now, folks, I want to tell you that this is quite a scripture. It says a lot about you, about me, and others in this life. It tells us very simply that it's important to believe on the Son of God. That is absolutely necessary to believe on the Son of God, to have everlasting life. And then it turns around, John does, and he says, But he that believeth not the Son, the wrath of God abideth on him. Why don't you just take a drink of water and let that... Let that soak in, okay? Ah, someone already has said, I read your thoughts. Not really. That I know that. We've been hearing that ever since we came to church. Ever since I was born, I've heard the Sunday school teachers and the youth directors and the missionary directors and the pastor and different ones say that. Very true. Do you know it's still true? It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed a bit. I know 
that we understand that. But I also know that we need to be living by faith in Jesus above. That we need to be trusting, confirming our lives, our uh, our anxieties, our our hurts, our pains. We need to be resting and depending upon Jesus to help us. Because as the song says, not just the song, but as the song says, trusting, confiding in his great love. He that believeth on the Son, the Scripture says, hath everlasting life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth upon him. I did not know at the time that I had sat down and the Lord directed me. It seemed like there were some problems even getting this together because our, I don't guess it was our printer, something failed in some of our technology that we had there and we couldn't get the verses or the song pulled up just right. It finally all worked out. But as these things happen in the natural, part of me said, I'm going to give up and go in another direction. But on the other hand, the Spirit would not allow me to go in another direction. And so I, I stayed, and the Lord worked it out as you hear it today. Now, when I did all of this, I was not prepared in my mindset for what was to happen between this particular time and the time that I came to church or am sitting here today. My defibrillator went off about three or four times. I just, who, who keeps track when you're having fun like that? In fact, the last time it went off was just a little while ago before I got up to get dressed. Uh, my wife wasn't. Uh, in fact, she was preparing herself. I did not want to scare her and cause her to think that we shouldn't go and come in the car. And in this particular time, an unusual thing happened when this defibrillator went off. Everyone, uh, it always goes off with a bang in my system. And I hear a boom. Nobody else hears it. I hear it. This time when it went off and did those things, everything stopped for a split second. And I don't know how long a split second is, but it, it didn't last very long. Everything was mute. Everything was black, everything was just out of my control. And I thought to myself, this is not what death is supposed to be. I've got more to do. And at that time, the lights came back on. I realized where I was at. 
and I'm preaching a sermon that included that illustration in it. It's a fact. And so I am thinking about my sermon for today, and I'm thinking about this particular verse in the sermon. There are four or five verses in this sermon, but this one is from 1 John chapter 3, verse 23. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And as I thought about that scripture after what happened to me, I thought to myself, big deal. If I go, I go. The Lord is over all. He heareth all. He seeth all. Knoweth all. He is the commandment giver. He is the commandment person that we need to listen to. And what did he say about his commandment? In this particular instance, he says that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. So, what do I do? Normally what I do is make enough noise that somebody comes running and take my pulse and blood pressure and so on. I just pulled the covers back up and rolled over and had an hour of the most beautiful sleep and rest. And then when I woke up, I thought, boy, I feel good today. And I did, and I do, although I feel the effects of the week that I've had. But I thank God for His commandments. Living by faith. Notice verse 1 of the song of living by faith. I care not today what the morrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. And the first thing when I seen the outside today was sleet falling down, and I'm thinking, my big coat is in a closet, and I'm not going back for it because Lord, you got it confused. It's supposed to be bright and sunshiny today, although on the cool side. But the song says, I care not today what the morrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord I know, yes, the Lord we know, the Lord we know ruleth over everything and all my worries. All my difficulties, not a thing I can do about them, but put my hand in the Lord, they're in vain. So Paul wrote to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians. This is a beautiful verse of Scripture. Verse, five, verse 7, chapter 5. For we walk by faith, not by faith. Now, that, that is something that I, I can tell you that we just do not 
understand in the medical end of this. I, I never know when this is going to happen. It just happens. And so I just go by faith, not by sight. There's nothing to see. And to know, as the scripture says, in this, or as the song says in verse 3 of the song, I know that he will safely will carry me through, no matter what evils behold. Why should I then care, though the tempest may blow, if Jesus walks close to my side? Well, of course, in the natural, the natural man does care, understands the anxieties, feels the pains, feels the fright that occurs. But to know that Jesus is walking by your side, living by faith. Now, I don't know why the nature of this sermon is the way it is today. I do not understand that, but I, I never question what the Lord is up to. Just, just some insight from my years of living, I'll share with you. Nobody knows more than the Lord on how to do it. So the Lord is saying, hey, go for this. This is what I want today. Jesus walks close to my side. Now, a verse of Scripture that I honestly did not think fit this particular message or presentation today is in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, and we'll see what the Lord has in this. Let your conversation be without covetous and be content with such things as you have. For he hath he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I've got it now. I understand why that verse is there. Those two verses are there. As we walk through this life, brothers and sisters, we never know when the curtain's going to fall on our life. But we're not to live in fear because Jesus is by our side. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? That is just a glorious thing. I remember, Brother Steve, when your dad was near the end of his life. And as he lay there in that bed, it was obvious at the very end, as he was very, getting ready to go, the Lord knew uh, when, and I don't doubt that your dad felt that the end was coming. I could not marvel at a man that I had not known, but yet felt like I had known for years after meeting him in his dire situation, that he was ready he was not afraid. He was, had the Lord beside him. And I think to myself, as we go through this life, as we walk through it, folks, we just don't know what's going to happen when and where, but we do know that if Jesus is there for us to have, to walk by our side, what a thing it is, and what a 
blessed verse or song it is in verse number four. Our Lord will return to this earth some sweet day. Our troubles will then all be over. The Master, we gently, He will so gently will lead us away beyond that blessed heavenly shore. Oh, praise God. There is so many important things that has to happen and has to be said and has to be done from this pulpit. But I think so much of what has to occur that the Lord requires of people like me is that you, Tom, Dick, and Harriet, everyone that hears the Word of God knows that it's just not words, but it is life-giving stones that are being thrown out for you to grab hold of and to build on your foundation so that you can be able to say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Yes, indeed, as one sings, our Lord will return to this earth some sweet day. Our troubles will then all be over. The Master so gently will lead us away beyond that heavenly shore, that blessed heavenly shore. Notice the words of the chorus, which we'll sing very shortly, Sister Beverly. Our living by faith in Jesus above, trusting, confiding in his great love. From all harm, safe in his sheltering arm, I'm living by faith and feel no alarm. Today, as we prepare our lives for the rest of this day, and the rest of all of our lives, let us know that to live in faith is to live with Jesus by our side, and he'll be there. And let us know that if there is anything that is standing between us and God, we need to make it right. We need to clear clean, rid it out of our ways so that we are walking with Jesus. Let the congregation stand as we are directed in this song. Let us worship the Lord as in the beauty of holiness and in the wonderful sanctity of knowing that Jesus cares for us. Praise the Lord.
banners of peace, the banners of hope. Thank the Lord. In this old world that we live in, Jesus is with us every step of the way. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, blessed be the Jesus of my life. Oh, blessed be the Jesus of this congregation. Oh, blessed be the Jesus that walks by our side. Oh, Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for the abundance of your love. Lord, we realize in you that there is no fear, that there is no hopefulness, there is no despair. But, Lord, you are everything. Lord, you're the reason we're here today. And, Lord, you're the reason that we want to be here. You're the reason that we have hope, not only in this life, but in the life to come. Because you, Jesus, gave your life that if we believe on you, we should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, blessed be the Lord and his life in our lives Lord, we want to do that which is pleasing to you. Lord, we want to give you honor and glory. Lord, we want you to take charge of this church. Take charge of the teaching. Take charge of the singing. Take charge of the preaching, of the praying. Lord, we want you to take charge. And we want you to be here and Lord, walking by our side. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray today, lifting up the name of Jesus. Lord, I love you, Lord, and I thank you, O God. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. Praise be the name of the Lord. Living by faith, there is no other way. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Give the Lord a cheer, would you? Praise God.